Hello, everyone. Um, we are here, and welcome to Doctor Who and Autism Celebrations, where um, one of the last group episodes of the series, before we get into the festive specials with um, some Doctor Who actors that have been on Doctor Who. So that's exciting. But before that, we've got some two, at least two more episodes um, to go before the 60th anniversary. Um, so I'm joined with... Um, I'm not going to say a name because I'll be. I'm going to be. Uh, I'll repeat myself. So I'm going to get them to introduce themselves. Um, and I'm going to start with Evangeline. Hi, my name is Evangeline. Um, I'm a writer, and I currently am on a break from NYU um, grad school, where I'm studying marketing. Awesome. Um, will you be taking over from Russell T. Davis when he goes? Um, after him <laughs> i hope so i mean it's hard enough in america to apply for writing fellowships because um usually it's like diversity fellowships where you have to like fill out a form and send in like two pilot samples and that that's hard enough to do to yeah. get into okay um it is hard it's hard to get into but it's good that it's good you like it doing that kind of stuff um, Olivia, would you mind introducing yourself? Hello, my name is Olivia. I am a 23-year-old autistic freelance artist and graduate student from Washington State, USA. I am studying to be a teacher, and um, I was introduced to Doctor Who by a friend of mine, and ever since I first watched it, I instantly became hooked because I immediately saw some traits of my own in the doctor as a character. I just felt like he was relatable and that he had many traits that could be considered autistic. It felt like very affirming and positive representation. And ever since then, I've been obsessed. I've made many Doctor Who fan art pieces. I've watched all of New Who, and I'm currently making my way through Classic Who on the second Doctor. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's good that you can get into Doctor Who because I guess we'll not stop watching Doctor Who at the moment. Um, we're all getting news, aren't we? We're all, we're all getting news about it now, um, mm -hmm. which is exciting. Um, but yeah. thanks, Olivia. I think I think it's about a year uh, exactly. I think <laughs> I think we did it around the same time last year, didn't we? Just before the sixties, we or fifties. We did. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love showing you my art there too. <laughs> yeah, it is, you do really good with your art. With your, you take your time and, and do it all. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it's 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 very good. Um, Thank so, you so much. Yeah, you 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 you're you're welcome. Um, Jake, would you mind doing a little introduction of yourself? I'm Jake. Um, I am a dog to be fan. Also. Play guitar and I'm a musician as well. That's cool. Very nice. Very cool. And you re you like David Tennant, don't you? You, you like yeah. the Comic Con. I have a photo of him. Yeah, you met him. Oh, that's lovely. That's so oh, lovely. Yeah. I have the new screwdriver here. Oh, you got the 41. Awesome. awesome. I've got Rivers' yeah. sonic screwdriver here. Yeah. Rivers' one. That's awesome. Better. Hey, it's better than a sonic trowel, right? 
Okay. <laughs> it would it would be nice where, to have a Sonic trail though. <laughs> Mate, yeah. do do all your work for you. Um, but yeah, Jake, thank you for coming on again. Um, Grace, you introduce yourself. Okay, hi, I'm Grace. I'm 20 years old. I'm from the West Midlands in the UK. I'm I'm not autistic, but I do love Doctor Who. Been watching since I think it was about Matt Smith's era. So yeah, kind of fell in love with the Moffat era and carried on from there. Kind of watched all the reboot now, and I'm just starting on the classics. I've done a bit of First Doctor, seen the movie, and skipped over to the third. Kind of got bored of the black and white stuff. Sorry. I, yeah, I'm I'm actually a musician, but I just cosplay for fun on the side. Um, last yeah. year, uni music. So uh, yeah. Awesome. I was wondering about the guitars in the background. Yeah, yeah. I've got a Stratocaster over there and a Gretsch. So just electric and a bass. I've got a microphone next nice. to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's a cool little studio you got. Yeah. I can't really sit in my bedroom at the minute because it's getting redecorated. So it's all mm. blank walls. I thought it's better to come in here. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, it's 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 good that you um, you 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 like to do your music. I think we said that before, but uh, you you do do good with your music. Um, better better than yeah. me. I'm rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, yeah, a crossover project at the minute. Actually. Oh yeah. I'm. I've got to do this experimental music project, and it's um. Basically, do whatever you want, and I've decided I'm going to do a scene for like a big Finnish style audio drama. It's going to be cerulean based. Ooh, that's oh. awesome! That is if very anyone awesome. wants to join, <laughs> you're welcome. If you got yeah. a good microphone, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If everyone wants to join, Grace, let Grace know. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let 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 Grace know. Um, but but yeah, um, thanks for coming on again, Grace. Um, it's gonna be good fun talk about Doctor Who. Um, so guys, um, I guess um, with the 60th anniversary, um, do anyone does is anyone really looking forward to seeing like David Tennant and Catherine Tate back on yeah. Doctor Who? Excited and nervous at the same time because I don't know what's gonna happen to Donna, especially after, you know, leaving off where she had to have her memory erased and Ten saying that if she remembered him, that her brain will burn and she'll die. It looks like she does remember him somehow, according to the trailer, but I'm scared. I'm also scared of how that's going to end. Yeah. I don't understand how she can keep on remembering him and still be alive for quite a while. It kind of left the impression that she might just sort of try start dying immediately, but I don't know how's that going to work. You know, yeah. how does she retain that? Hmm. Yeah, maybe it has to do with the toy maker and his role. In fact, the toy maker is another thing I'm excited about because I watched um, I watched the loose cannon reconstructions of the, the missing episodes of the Celestial Toy Maker, and I watched the the one remaining like complete episode and it was a pretty fun story it's sad that 
so many of the episodes were thrown out and we still haven't found them yet but i loved seeing that mischievous character you know some somebody seemingly immortal like maybe definitely not human but i don't think he's a time lord either hmm. but i i feel like one of the things things that the BBC should do actually like not long after they release the special is maybe they should make an animated reconstruction of the original Celestial Toymaker serial so we could see where the character came from. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. That would be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it would be very exciting. Um like it, if we remember in the trailer um so long ago, well, the one in September, you know, the official Doctor Who 60th anniversary trailer, where we, where mm-hmm. um, it, it's a bit, um, you know, where you can see all London and the world going into fire, and then you can hear a voice uh, saying, you, you can hear a voice saying, um, the one who waits, um, and there's been a lot of discussion online saying it's um, John Sims a master, but what I think, um, as a theory, I, I don't think it could be the master, but I doubt it. But I don't want it to be. But I think maybe what they're talking about, because Amy Pond is the one who waits. And I kind of think maybe that because a year ago, Karen Gillan put on her Instagram, she was working on like a project. And she said, it's not a movie. It's something un- unexpected. Um, and... Mm. And when I met David Tennant earlier this year, he told me the the 60th is going to be quite unexpected. So I kind of think Karen Gillan is going to be in the 60th in a way. Ooh, yeah, that would be a pretty amazing surprise. And she was she was just her and Rory were both incredible companions. It would be it would be amazing to see them make a comeback. And if they do make a comeback, like seeing how they interact with the Doctor after seeing him again, that would be a very fun and surprising experience. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see them interact with a different doctor as well. Oh, yeah. I also get the impression that 14 is going to be more serious than his 10th self. Like, the whole impression I got from the trailer is just that he's a lot more, he's a lot more serious, kind of more somber, and just generally more, like, worried. I mean, I don't blame him for it, but I remember hearing that David Tennant said 14 is going to be really different from 10, and I feel like that might be the way in which he's especially different. Yeah, I think so. I I think, like like you can see on the trailer, how angry he is and and stuff. But I do think this will be the end to, like, Donna. Well, maybe not dying, but just the story of Donna, I think, will finish uh, at the end of these three specials. Yeah, it's going to be bittersweet because she's such a fan favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Be extra bittersweet with uh, Bernard just popping up in there and then not being there. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got so used to Wilfred not being around. It's like, oh, no, what? <laughs> Why? Why'd you have to go? <laughs> he was a truly special man. He's very missed. Yeah. It's very sad. It's gonna be very sad when he when he comes up. Um, maybe in the Star Beast. Maybe, hopefully, in a little bit of what the um, 
each of the specials, but I kind of think it's most likely to be the star beat or the giggle that he'll be in. Um, I don't think he'll be in Wild Blue Yonder because I think that's just a, I believe that's just a, a story on a different planet or in outer space. So I think that is where you get all the surprises. Um, and then you'll get Wilfred Mott um, in there. Probably at the end as well, towards the end of the, the third special, I think, because it'll be a nice send-off to, to, to the 60th. I'm kind of prepared to cry, not going to lie. I'm going to need to put, like, a box of tissues near the couch. Yeah, it'd be, ni- it'd be nice to see him again, though. I think it, 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 it's going to be good. Oh, definitely. And I'm hoping that it provides some kind of, you know, closure for fans, too. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting because um, you've got to beat the meep as well in the Starby, so that's going to be funny. <laughs> so cute. Very cute. <laughs> yeah. I, I I look forward to when they can release like the plushies of Beep the Meep. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. those are going to sell out like that. I just know it. <laughs> yeah, because I see it like Comic-Cons out there that they're, they're, they're selling Beep the Meep tops. Um, so it'd be nice a day. Did the teddy bear or something? One of my pals told me, "Beep, why are you? Why do you like Beep the Meep? He's evil." And I'm like, "What if he's not evil? And even then, he's too cute to dislike. <laughs> you just want to pat him on the head." Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting um, to see. Like how it all fits in to the mm. story, because I think because apparently um, Russell T Davis said these specials are going to be scary, that they're going to be like mm. horror, horror, like it's, 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 they're going to be quite scary. So um, I like when Doctor Who's scary, though. I don't know about mm. you guys, but I think it's it's at its best when when you're scared. I mean, there's definitely a reason why some of the scariest ones are the fan favorites, like mid, like Midnight and Silence in the Library and stuff like that. There's a big reason why those are fan favorites, and they're definitely great to watch on Halloween. I can say that. Just maybe keep the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Jump behind the sofa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to do that when the angels were on. Oh yeah, Time of the Angels is one of my most scariest ones. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one is pretty terrifying, but I I like it too in that it not only reintroduces River, but it also shows one of the more kind and compassionate sides of the Doctor as he's trying to protect Amy from the angels. Hmm. I I like that too, Parter. Um, it's very good. Um, like it's. I think it's one of the first times the Weeping Angels actually trapped in someone's eyes, um, mm-hmm. which was well, which is scary itself, because um, mm-hmm. we all go outside. Um, wherever we live, we, we, we see statues, and we say, "That's a Weeping Angel over there." <laughs> um, yeah, relating relating to that a bit, 
um, at my university, since it used to be a Catholic university, but now it's more secular, there are like a bunch of statues on campus and there are several that show like angels. And every time I walk by them, I'm just like, don't blink, <laughs> don't blink, blink and I'll. <laughs> yeah. But... Cemetery like, up the road from me. And every time I've been on the bus going past it. If you sit upstairs, you can see an angel in there, and I'm just like, uh oh. <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah, there's an angel in there. <laughs> and like, I just kind of <laughs> thinking of Doctor Who when I look in there. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody changed a friend's wallpaper as a prank, and they made it to like change the pictures on the wallpaper, and it showed the security camera footage of the angel, and then the angel facing the camera, and it startled them so badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the weeping angels are definitely scary. Um, mm -hmm. But one, um, uh, uh, do you know the doll episode with um, Matt Smith, um, Night Terrors, it's called. That 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 always yes. petrified me because I would, uh, I'd, I'd be petrified. Like how you can actually transform into it, um, into the doll. It, it was quite scary. I don't blame you. I've always found dolls to be creepy. Like, I, my grandmother used to have this giant collection of dolls and she'd just have a room full of them. And I remember as a kid accidentally stumbling into that room and being like, ah! That's literally the living room downstairs. My mom's got a cabinet full of dolls. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, <laughs> don't open the wardrobe. <laughs> Yes, that was scary. Um, what do you guys think more scary out of um, you know, in that Ood episode with Catherine Tate and David Tennant, mm -hmm. where that that mm -hmm. where the man in charge got transformed into a nude, and he 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 held his own brains and. It literally got transferred into a nude. Do you think that's more scary than, um, you know, um, with the Ninth Doctor and like the mummies, like when they touch and that the kids get transformed into the mask people? What one do you think's more scary? Do you think? Hmm. Honestly, that's a hard question to answer. But whole, whole guy holding his own brain is definitely up there. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, that is quite scary. Oh, I just got to stretch. <laughs> yeah, I mean... But then the, the mask being in the face as well. That's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I actually went into um, an army shop um, earlier this year and had this gas mask on... Um, you could buy this gas mask. And I was like... I want that because I, I could recreate it. the uh, <laughs> the mummy scene. Are you my mummy? <laughs> mummy, I'm scared. Yeah. Mummy. <laughs> yeah, that that episode was definitely a very unnerving one, but it was also a fun one in that it, of course, it introduced Captain Jack Harkness as a character, and it really built on the Ninth Doctor and Rose's characters. It really showed their 
both their adventurous and more compassionate sides. And, you know, the ending, the doctor dances, of course, you can't help but laugh at that. Yeah. And and one thing that always sticks in my mind is, ah, yes, Toxic, a traditional Earth ballad. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Like, I, 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 I do like that two-part storylines because I, I always enjoy when we have the two-parters. Um, I hope we get. I, I I reckon the 60th will go into the Christmas special, um, like follow on, um, which it's good we're getting a Christmas special this year, um, because we haven't had mm-hmm. one for I think seven or eight years, so it's gonna be a yeah. a Christmas to remember this year. I think that'll be good if it follows. I love. Oh, no, you go on. Sorry, Grace, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you. No, that was all I was going to say. <laughs> I, I mean, I like, you know, the 13th Doctor. I really liked her, and I liked several of her stories, but I feel like Chris Chibnall's writing did not do her the justice that she deserved. I feel like 13 definitely did deserve a Christmas special. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be nice to have them come. It's going to be nice to have them come back. Still, though, I wish I was able to see... 13 like on christmas i could just imagine her cutesy little childlike joy <laughs> yeah yeah um someone get a santa hat <laughs> maybe yeah. like elfies you know like okay i'm going to the workshop now <laughs> and it's in the tardis <laughs> get her get her a bunch of custard creams for yeah. Christmas. yes yeah yeah <laughs> i am um... I did a, I did quite like the New Year's Day specials, but the only thing that really annoyed me was there were Daleks every single time. <laughs> I, 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 I was wanting someone else, you know. Um, yeah. I, I don't mind the Daleks, um, but I think they just need a little bit of a break now where we see them too much. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, um, Russell T Davies actually brought up in an interview that first season of uh 15's run is not going to include the Daleks that he's actually you know purposefully taking a bit of a break from them probably for that kind of reason yeah and he actually said uh because there's been I think going on the last couple years thinking like the BBC own the rights to the Daleks so they have to be in every season and I saw Russell T Davis said that's completely untrue so that's not a thing Mm -hmm. so um, there's no law to have the Daleks in every single season, even though they have been in every single season, um, especially of New Who. Um, um, but yeah, um, I think we are getting them um, for the children in need special. Um, but I think that'll be it. I think that's only five minutes, so not long. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what what that has in store. Um, because I think after it, they're doing an episode of Unleashed. Um, straight after to talk about that, so that could be interesting. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to be something fun to watch in the meantime as we wait for the special to come out and as we wait for 15's run to start next year. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be really cool. Imagine but... if they bring minisodes back. Like when they did a minisode for children in need, imagine if they did that again. Yeah, like I would love that. Doing, becomes a mini yeah. and they do a bunch after that. That'd be nice. That'd be great. I also love how it's all meant for you know the children need specials are not only fun to watch and you know awesome for fans, but that they work towards a really good cause. Hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, it's really cool because um, one of the people hosting Children in Need this year is going to be in the series, the next series of Doctor Who next year. Um, Ooh. Um, so hopefully they might be able to to announce it. Um, like I say, it's time for the the Doctor Who, um, mini mini side if that's what they're calling it. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be super cool. Um, I think that, that um Shooty's first series will probably come around April next year, I reckon, because I think that's always a good time to to have Doctor Who. I yeah, I'm hoping that it'll come fairly fairly soon after the specials. I mean, I understand if they wouldn't want it to be too abrupt, but at the same time, it's so hard to wait. <laughs> Yeah. Apparently the information for the release date is redacted, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I was watching this episode of Who Culture and the host on there, if anyone knows Ellie, um, she was on about the release date and apparently we're just not sure when it is now. Mm. Probably spring. Probably. Like we said, they, April-ish. They try really hard to keep secrets, but Whovians have a way of finding out. Don't you agree? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is why um, if we remember 10 years ago where the Knight of the Doctor with Paul McGann, like that, that little mini episode, that was supposed to be released on the 23rd of November, but it wasn't because it was leaked by fans. Fans posted it and they shared it. That was the reason it was released early. And it actually released on his birthday. So, um, that was good in that in a way, but um this is the problem with leaks. Um yeah. So, so if like the Paul like because th- th- there's a huge rumor that, that Paul McGann is getting an eighth Doctor spinner. Um so it, soon enough, if that's true, we probably we'll probably get told in the next couple of weeks. Um um I'd love it to be true because I think he does deserve his own series and um and spin offs are the way forward now for Doctor Who, I think. Uh with the Hooniverse. <laughs> I think with the film, he just didn't get enough time, did he? No. I mean, it's just a film, whereas the others get a full two, three series. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but um, I think I think I think a mini series like a, a spinoff would do would be really good for him to have, um, as he didn't get a series, and it was it was at a time that movie was at a time when they. They stopped Doctor Who again after that, and um, it, if it still went on, we, Doctor Who might have been in America because that's where that movie was set. Um, but who knows? Um, I think we'll be getting a few spin-offs. Um, I we know we're on the twenty third of November. We're getting a Dalek kind of in color um thing, and a bargain hunt special. <laughs> um, that's yeah. That's exciting. Oh, sorry, Grace. You go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, I didn't say anything. Go on. <laughs> ah, yeah. People seem to have like weirdly mixed feelings about the upcoming colorized versions of the first Dalek serial ever. I mean, some people, you know, myself included, are really excited to see what it's going to look like that way. But others think it's some kind of weird like sacrilege, like it's bad or wrong to color, you know, black and white shows because the black and white has a certain charm to it. 
And although I can understand a little bit of where they're coming from, I feel like they're maybe overreacting a bit. Like, the black and white version is still going to be there to watch. It's just they're offering another version, too, and it'll be really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And, I mean, it's easier to watch, I think, as well, if it's in color. Um, like, yeah. like you say, it's nothing against it being in black and white. Um, I just think yeah. a lot of us may get bored. Uh, just in general, you know, um, it's hard because the the episodes are like those older episodes are like I think twenty minutes mm-hmm. an episode. They weren't like they are now, like forty five minutes to an hour. Um, mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. I think that the whole Starlink story is going to be all in one, like a movie. Um, so it's going to be cool. Yeah. But I don't think that's the only thing we're going to get. I think there's a, 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 a secret surprise. For the twenty third, don't get me wrong. The Dalek, I think the Dalek story is great, but to me, that's not a surprise, um, a proper surprise. It's, it's a surprise, but you know, just something else. I think we'll get something else as well. Yeah, that's. There's definitely a lot of stuff. The BBC definitely has a tendency to really deliver for its fans and offer us a ton of unique surprises when it comes to brand new parts of the series or new merchandise or you know honoring classic stories especially those that have been missing all that stuff and part of me really you know like i said earlier part of me really really hopes that they will make an animated reconstruction of the celestial toy maker just so we can see the original character that's reappearing in the special Yeah. Do you do you, do you think the toy maker this will be his own the story or do you think he'll be in the, the the new series? Do you think he'll come into that or do you think the toy maker's just here for the sixth year? I think he might come back. I mean, you know, as a classic Who villain that's making a return, something tells me that he might appear in other serials coming up, maybe like towards the end of the season. So like the more exciting episodes that finish off like a certain part of the series. Hmm. Yeah, I think we'll, uh, I think what we what we need is new villains, make new villains, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Now, um, make new mm. characters that you're going to remember for the next 20 years. Um, yes. So you might want to bring back, I don't know, the Rani another Time Lord or or create a new Time Lord that has never been seen before. Um um I think that that would be at least a good way for new fans because I think that I think they are starting again from series one, I think. Um so that's gonna be interesting. Um They but... are starting from series one. Yeah. I find that odd. Like why why call it series one? Why not series fifteen? 14 sorry it is it is a bit odd now that i think about it i mean i guess they want to say that the series is making another big advance by you know going on disney plus and with the new intro and all that stuff but like i don't really understand it either you know i feel like it should have been a continuation of new who but i guess we're getting a new era and what are we going to call it? Are we going to call it New New Who? Or are we going to call it New Who 2? What's it's it going to be, be called? Like new, 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 New York. <laughs> <laughs> but it's New, 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 New Who. New Who, yeah. Um, 
I think. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I think. <laughs> I think. Okay. I think what the best way to call it is just so people don't get complicated. Um, it's just to call it the Hooniverse because um, it's just like, they've they've named it the Hooniverse now, and people can call it new new who they want. But I think just to make it easier, <laughs> um, the Hooniverse is the best option. But um, but. Who knows how many times this is going to happen? If it happens again, what we're going to call it? Hooniverse, Hooniverse two. Um, so I don't know. The new Hooniverse. Yeah. No. yeah. Sorry, I'm having way like, too much uh, fun with this. Doctor What <laughs> instead of Doctor <laughs> Who, they'll change it. <laughs> yep. Doctor What. Doctor What. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't there an episode where like somebody asked the doctor like Doctor What and he just looked like offended <laughs> that they didn't ask the question? Like I swear that there was an episode where something like that happened, but I just can't put my finger on it. Oh I think I, it, I think it's the um um the moon one with uh, I can't remember what it's called. Like the moon oh, with Day Martha the moon. Jones. No, no, you know that like, no. when Martha Jones and the Doctor were on the moon with the Jadoon. Oh uh, yeah. Oh right. Jadoon yeah, on the moon. Awesome. Your um, platoon of Jadoon on the moon. As thirteen said. <laughs> it's quite. It's quite funny. We've only seen the Jadoon twice, uh, properly in a, in a story. Um, with uh, only the one with the thirtieth Doctor and the one with David Tennant. Um, so I wouldn't mind seeing them again, but we only just saw them recently, so I guess we won't. Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting to see if they reappear. Yeah, would anyone like the Slovene to appear again? Yeah, that was... yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. maybe if they make a few improvements on them. I mean, they're kind of <laughs> funny, but they're kind of goofy at the same time. I suppose that's why they shift them on Sarah Jane so much. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we kind of, we kind of need a goofy, lighthearted villain here and there, and Slovene definitely served their purpose there. I, I still remember like watching the first episode featuring them with the Ninth Doctor, yeah. and how in their human suits they were just farting nonstop. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was funny, especially the scene when um. The Ninth Doctor was talking to um to them like you, you know in the, the Downing Street was saying, "Do you mind stop farting when I'm trying to talk?" Do you mind not sound a bit dicky? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and anyway, and then and and then they just did that. That did scare me though with the Slovene as a kid. You know when they're opening them up and they're taking their suit off. Um, yeah, but that yeah. was scary. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, call me immature if I'm immature, because I'm in my early 20s, but it really doesn't matter, because if there is a fart or a fart joke, I will laugh at it, and the slithing in the human suit is for no exception for this role. Yeah. yeah. We, do, we do need, like, villains. Mm-hmm. Um, more villains. Let's be honest, if the Slovene were real, they'd probably be more of a problem than cows for the atmosphere. You know, they seem cows <laughs> releasing methane is a problem. Slovene would be more of yes. a problem. Just, yeah. Uh, just equip yourself with vinegar 
and they're like, you should be all right. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just going to like pinch the white vinegar cleaner that my parents use and just wield it like a weapon. Oh, Maybe attach as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, because you use that, they vaporize, and it probably smells awful. Yeah, but try not to turn into, are you my mummy? <laughs> mummy! <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, that scene, you know, at the end of that story, uh, when the doctor was like, um, everyone lives, Rose, everyone lives. Um, I really, I, I really like that part of the episode. Yeah, you can definitely feel his belief there. I mean, he's seen a lot. He's been through a lot. He's ex- he's witnessed and experienced a lot of deaths. So it's only natural that he felt relieved when everybody lived. Definitely, definitely. Um, so with, with the 60th, do, 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 do we think that it's going to be a multi-story, um, multi-doctor? Or do we just think... David Tennant and um, Shooty are going to be only two doctors there for the specials. I've heard mixed things. Like, I've heard that Matt Smith is not going to be in the 60th special. So I guess there's that. But I mean, they often hide things from us. So who knows? Hmm. It's a little hard to predict. The biggest thing I'm curious about is how 14 is going to regenerate into 15. And I get the biggest impression that 14, since, you know, he's in the same body as his 10th self, will actually be like, I'm ready to go now as he regenerates. Yeah. That is going to be interesting. Could you say it's technically multi-doctor anyway? Because we're going to see 14 regenerate into 15. (laughs) So that's already two doctors, just not running around at the same time true yeah um yeah it, it, it it's going to be good to see them interact um of the 15th doctor and the 14th doctor um it's going to be it's going to be great um i think i think what the 15th doctor will probably be trapped in the toy maker's world because the toy maker can make an whole un- new universe um so that it's almost like the multiverse of doctor who um he could probably create the toy maker so anyone you want could probably bring into the 60th summer so who knows um it's gonna be interesting to see what the toy maker does um i like i read the the latest uh, Doctor Who magazine, and they were talking about a little bit, no spoilers, but they, they, they were just talking about each special. Um, and in the first special, it's going to be more about the, the like, Beat the Meep. Um, it's going to be like a Beat the Meep story. Um, mm. And I think each special will lead into the next. So you'll probably get a to be continued at the end. I always, I always like saying that. To, like, that that to be continued. So the the second special, according to Russell, is very weird. It's weird special, something they've never done before. Um, so that's what that one's going to be about. And they, and they're going to be in a in a place where they need help from other people. So that's where the surprises. There's going to be um, on the um, Doctor Who magazine. They had three um, three uh, names, but blanked. So there's going to be three crucial people in that special. Um, as well, and then the last special was more or less a um a toy maker story, 
in the giggle. And apparently that's the most scariest one with puppets. Um, Neil Patrick Harris is a great actor. I just know that he's going to slip right into the role perfectly and really take it on. He He's a super talented actor. And he's just good at he's good at slipping into many different kind of character kinds of characters. Like I, I I know him best as the very you know, as the very obnoxious guy Barney from the American sitcom How I Met Your Mother. Although I've heard his voice acting and seen his characters in other shows as well. I've seen him in um, a series of unfortunate events. Oh yeah, that's also he was also in those. Yeah, that's right. In, I knew that I was thinking of that. It's in it's a sin, I think, as well. Um Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 it he's been in a few things, so it's good we're getting a um they're mixing it up so you have some American actors as well. Yep. He sounds like he's doing a it sounds like he's doing a German accent because, you know, worldwide premiere. Like, it sounds like that. Yeah, I think that's the last special, you know. I think it's all leading to that. Like, they're all trying to find out what's happening. Um, but, yeah, that when, we, when I first heard that, I was just so excited. Um, I think they released that on Christmas Day, didn't they? Um, or, mm -hmm. yeah, for Christmas Day. Um or Christmas Eve to say that there was going to be a little trailer on Christmas Day last year. So, awesome. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I I wonder if there. I wonder. I do wonder this, but you know, for the specials, I wonder if there'll be a next time trailer, or they might not want to do a next time trailer just to not give anything more away. Um, that's be interesting. We get that. I wouldn't be surprised if they wanted to just leave us on a cliffhanger. They've done that a couple times. Yeah. There's already so much behind the scenes stuff though that's been released. Like there's so many photos of them filming with Shooty and Oh shoot me, I forgot her name, but Ruby Sunday. Oh, Millie Gibson. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. I forgot her name. Um but yeah, we've already seen so much behind the scenes stuff. Give us the next time, please. <laughs> <laughs> I just love seeing the, the chemistry and friendship between Shooty and Millie, both on and off set. Like, they just look like they're such good friends and that that's really going to shine through in their characters as the Doctor and his companion. Yeah, I can't believe like, how old Millie is as well. So she's, I think, one of the youngest companions. Um, to be on Doctor Who's. <laughs> um, she's 18, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. Eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, uh, she's five years. She's five years younger than me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, they 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 released yesterday or the other day. Um. That a guest star that's going to be in the new series and the Christmas special because they're already filming the twenty twenty four Christmas special already. Um. Which is crazy because we haven't seen we haven't seen the specials yet. So <laughs> it's crazy how far in advance they are. They're filming Doctor. Who. We do get these little glimpses and bits and pieces, though, and that definitely is fun and entertaining and makes it even more exciting for when it's coming up. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's but, apparently set a new yeah. record for Doctor Who. It's like the fastest time we've got 
a season filmed after another season and neither of them have come out yet and we're still waiting for the 60th yeah, I think it's that's it's crazy. I think they've meant to, they have they have plenty of time to do a spin off now in between. Um, I think, um, and we get lots of Doctor Who news near enough every week now, like leading up to it. So, um, and it wasn't like that for a while. And um, I remember like the Power of the Doctor. We we we. I think everyone was saying, "When when this trailer coming out for the Power of the Doctor?" And it came maybe like two weeks before. Um, so no updates. Um, but. We're getting lots now, so um, it's a really exciting time to, to be a Doctor Who fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just all the news everywhere. I feel like we're just constantly in a state of excitement and what's going to come next? Yeah. Yes. It's, it's great. It's great. So much to look forward to. Within Shooty series, um, Shooty second series, which is interesting because... I don't know if like Ruby Sunday is going to be in the second series because they're saying about a guest star in the next season. Does that mean um, Ruby Sunday is not going to be in that season? So that's going to be interesting. Definitely something to think about. And Russell T Davies did say something about how, you know, how something is going to happen to Ruby that will leave us all speechless or emotional. Yeah. I wonder if he just kills her off first season. <laughs> That would be awful. Like, oh god, I've I've cried several times, like if a companion dies or has to leave during a hard time. I mean, I, you know, like I said earlier, I feel like the 13th Doctor and her companions deserve much better writing that they got. But I guess one thing that I could say I particularly liked about Chris Chibnall and how he handled the companions was that he made sure they all lived. Everyone lives! Yeah, I mean... <laughs> when Yaz left the Doctor that was a bit odd because the Doctor was like to Yaz um, I can't do this anymore and then Yaz kind of accepted it um, I mean if I was the companion I wouldn't be accepting I'll be, I'll, I'll be demanding answers <laughs> I'll be like what, yeah what, me too what, what, why, why have I got to leave now all this time um, so that was odd um, but I, yeah I do like it. It was it was a bit different, but really, when we think about it, over New Who, no one's really died. All the companions are lived. So we we think about it. Um, yeah, Bill didn't die really in the end because she she flowed it off. And same with Clara, she she flew in the TARDIS. So um, there's always a way to bring all these people back. Oh yeah, absolutely. Although that didn't stop me from crying my eyes out during episodes like Face the Raven and the Doctor Falls. <laughs> and I mean, Clara is my favorite companion. And like I kind of admitted earlier, I may or may not have a little bit of a crush on her, so I'm probably biased that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like with I, 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 Amy and Rory's death was very sad as well. I think. Yeah. That was a sad one. Seeing seeing Eleven crying like that really broke my heart. Yeah, that that was pretty sad. Just because he it's really grew that... to love them. Yeah, it's sad that two of them had to go. Like we have, mm -hmm. it's normally we deal with just one companion, but it's two, so it's extra. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, should have listened to the doctor and just gone in the TARDIS. But even so, I don't, I don't know how that would have saved her because she would be looking away. 
to get in the TARDIS. So I don't know how that 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 would have worked. <laughs> um, but that's. But they no, you go lived. on. Sorry. They lived in. They, I reckon they lived in another universe where the Weeping Angels was at. I do like to imagine that you know, although they got sent back in time by the angels, that they still lived a happy and fulfilling life as a couple, as a married couple together in a different time period. Yeah. Definitely. Right. I don't know if anyone's here has read The Ruby's Curse, but um, Alex Kingston actually wrote the book and wrote that um, Amy and Rory, they're now living in 1939, Manhattan kind of trapped in a time loop kind of thing like they're trapped in that time period and they're just living their lives and it's quite nice well that's awesome that she's done that um yeah her character was great it's it, 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 like r r r river song she she was a really good character yeah she I like I liked Amy One. because <laughs> Oh, no, sorry. I feel like I'm always cutting you off. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't know when to I... talk. I'm trying to talk, but also give other people a chance. <laughs> I'm trying to do the same, too, because I know I have a tendency to talk a lot. Uh, I really liked I really liked Amy because she was both, like, really sweet and kind to the doctor, but she also, and she did not hesitate to sass him or tell him off when he needed to hear that stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I feel definitely something that she had in common with Donna as a companion. Just the sassy ginger ladies. <laughs> yeah. It, it was funny because the Doctor was always moaning about why, why he isn't ginger. And then the older companions just turned ginger. <laughs> He's probably going to complain again about not being ginger ginger when he regenerates from 14 to 15. I'm going to get another still not ginger. You know, I think they just have a, an agenda uh, not to be ginger, just to keep the meme going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to compensate with the orange clothes. Not ginger, yes. so I'll just wear orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's going to be interesting because each new shooty episode looks like to be a different costume so it's going to be interesting how this all works so because like it's going to just whip it out uh, because the budget is bigger than ever so it gives more reason to, uh, to have new costumes every episode I've noticed that some people are kind of critical of the doc of the new doctor having so many costumes, but I don't get it. I mean, you know, it's cool to have a signature outfit, and it's clear that he does, but it's also going to be fun seeing all his other outfits depending on the episodes. And I especially love his sixties look with the afro. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good one. But that's going to be a good episode. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, but, yep. but we do actually know the title of the Christmas episode, um, shoot his first proper episode um, as a doctor. It's going to be called um, um, The Church. It's a song that I can't... I, I, um, the Church on Ruby Road. Yeah, that's what it's called. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I... <laughs> 
probably a hint to how he meets his companion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell us when Ruby drops in. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Um, and I think potentially, because I think Ruby hasn't got much, I think her family's left her. Um, and I think the Doctor will relate to that because of the timeless children's storyline or the timeless child storyline that he doesn't know his parents. So um, I think they are relating that into the story. So the timeless the timeless storyline ain't going to be gone. Because um, I know there's a lot of a uh, uproar when that happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um. But, yeah, I absolutely hated that when that happened. I, I I got so mad at it. I was crying. I just didn't like it. Are you talk are you referring like, to the to the whole Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I, it it felt to me like really bad fan fiction. I, I did not care for it at all. But it seems like Russell T. Davies doesn't necessarily want to phase it out. Which makes sense, I guess, in a way, because he doesn't want to be mean to the to the former showrunner who who did the show. Because yeah, in that sense, so he's I guess he's just going to use it at the start and maybe not use it, um, because it makes sense in the story that if a companion is is similar, in the, in a way to, to to use that at the start to kind of relate. But I don't know; they might not use that at all. But, um, but yeah. We know there's a lot of uproar, but you know, in that storyline with, with Taeyoon, um, I mean, she just died. We saw her for a few seconds, then she dies. I was thinking to myself, "What's the point?" Yeah, what the <laughs> heck, man? Yeah, it was great that they expanded on Thomas Child a bit in Flux, and just it stopped being a fan fiction for a little bit. But they dropped the whole "there's this thing destroying the universe" thing. It's like what? happened there why, why did they sort of drop it at the end yeah i mean i i mean i can understand that with flux they were kind of trying to do like a classic who type story and i can appreciate that but i just feel like the whole storyline in general was a mess yeah i guess i guess flux was because of the pandemic and that but still i i thought the start of flux actually was all right I, I, yeah, I, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, the Halloween Apocalypse was good, and then that one and the and the Santaran one, that that was mm -hmm. good. And then by the time we get to our last couple episodes, episode, like the bank, uh, like the last couple, I I don't understand. Like we never found out who the two main villains were because they said they nope. knew they knew who the Doctor was, and you'd think we'd know that by the end. And the watch, the whole story was about opening the memories of the watch. We thought we'd open that, but didn't open that. Either. She just, yeah, that. I still don't know who those two villains were supposed to be, and it's, it is quite frustrating that they weren't revealed to us. Like at least they should have given us some kind of answer. But it feels like they just left so many things unknown and too many at that. If you ask me. Yeah, yeah, um, but I think we. I like it, you know, we have a storyline and we close it at the end of the season or at least in an era of, of, of the yes. show. Um, you don't want that to go into the next era. That's kind of a separate new start, but we didn't get that in the, the last series. 
unfortunately. Something tells me that Russell T. Davies, that part of why he is, you know, not getting rid of that storyline is because he might find some way to patch it up. Maybe. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, because no, I, I guess that was a way to maybe continue because I think the Doctor was only allowed 13 regenerations. Um, yeah. And they were all used up. Uh, maybe that was a way to continue it. Um, I think. Um, but yeah, who who knows what will happen. But the 60th anniversary is going to be really fun. Um, and before we go, guys, I'm going to ask you all a question, um, which will get used in a, a video after the 60th anniversary air to see if what you want to happen happened or something that a companion or doctor that you want to come in and did go in it. So basically, uh, what 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 I'm asking is just say, uh, I'll start with you, Grace. Is there any, uh, is, what would you like to happen in the 60th anniversary specials? And is there anyone that hasn't been announced yet you would like to see in the 60th in some way? Um, I don't really know. I think I'm pretty happy with what we've got so far. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to see some surprises, but I'm thinking more for like, the series we've got coming with Shooty, like bring, like what we were saying with the villains, like bringing some new ones, bring back some classics, um, stuff like um, the Madeline Monk, for example. He was oh a yes, Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's only after that we got told, oh, he's a Time Lord, but um, you know, it's it's like during the episode he's supposed to be one of the Doctor's people, but obviously Time Lords haven't been invented yet like bring him back why not you know or yeah like ronnie or Ramana, any other aliens that haven't popped up for a while like the sensor rights um yeah just stuff like that yeah bring the sensor the sensor rights was one of my favorite um first first doctor serials oh hi kiwi hi <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that it would be good to ha have some old villains come back. Um, it's gonna be interesting because I I know we um like I think it was um it might have been a six doctor story. I can't remember what they're called, but uh, like filming last year that for the new series they had these slug creatures that were sucking people. And I oh yeah, tractators. What... That's what yeah, they were them. called. Yeah, them. So I think they might be in the new series. Um, so that will be interesting. Um, and some sort of politics storyline. Um, so it, it could be really cool. Um, well, thanks, Grace. Um, Jake, what what is there anything that you'd like to see happen in the sixtieth, or, or, or are you happy already? What that what you already know? I'm happy already. You happy already? Okay. Um, Olivia, what about you? I'm pretty happy with a lot of the things that are going on, although something I definitely like to see is maybe a bit of backstory on the toy maker for those who aren't familiar with the original classic Who story. So I think that that would be fun, like maybe the doctor flashing back to his first incarnation and his first encounter with the toy maker with uh, Dodo and Steven. And I'm just excited to see how 14 is going to regenerate into 15. Like regeneration is always really bittersweet, but 
I'm excited for Shuri Gatwa. He's a great actor, and you can tell he's passionate about the show. And I hope to see 14 go. I'm ready to go now. Yeah, that that that'll be a good way. I think it will be the last time we see David Tennant as a as a doctor properly in the role. Um, he'll probably come back when he's older for a cameo. Um, probably the seventieth, knowing him. Uh, but <laughs> um, but who knows? But yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that'll be really nice, but a bit of sweet to see him say that. Um, because that's what everyone wants. But knowing Russell, if he knows what that's what we want, we do something totally opposite. <laughs> yes. Um. um but who knows? Who, who knows? Um, Evangeline, what about you? Would you write anything or are you, you happy with what you got? I hope to see some funny moments um, from the episode. I remember one of the most funniest moments between the Doctor and Donna is when they're talking through um, a window, but they can't realize that somebody, that like one of the villains is watching them the entire time. <laughs> and... I'd love to see more moments like that because Doctor Who is a very like heartwarming and emotional show. So those lighthearted moments um, are really important too. And I'd love to see more of those. Yeah, I- I'd love that too. Because it'd be nice to have more banter, more jokes. Like I think in the trailer when, um, which is most people's favourite part, when the when the, the Donna said the, the TARDIS run away and then... She was like, "I'm gonna go and kick its ass." So we get more moments like that in the uh, in the, in the episodes. Um, would be great. Um, but I think the only thing we're wondering about is how Donna remembers, which is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, I hope she doesn't die. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. But part of me also anticipates it. Unfortunately, I think it's gonna be very dark. It's gonna be very dark. I think, and I mean, I mean, to be honest. From um the, the prophecy, I think of Dalek Khan said that someone will die. Maybe that's now. Maybe is that was not meant for that episode. It was meant for the sixtieth, all this time. Um, but I wouldn't like Donna to die. But um, maybe that leads into because I think fifteenth Doctor's gonna be really emotional. Um, so maybe he's at, it's called a church because he's been at a grave over Donna. But who knows? Finger, hopefully not, but um, maybe, maybe that's how she gets her memories back. She has to play a set of games, um, to keep them and stay alive. But if she loses the game, um, she uh will die. And as if you don't know the toy maker, if the toy toy maker loses, it's a sore he's a sore loser. So if he loses, everyone loses. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can see that happening. Yeah, um, and I think the original toy maker Michael Go, I think I, I think his name was that. I think there's going to be some shots of him in the 60th as well, um, which would be I'd cool. love to see that. Yeah, that 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 would be awesome. I think um, Rose Temple Noble will carry on like after like follow on in Don's steps, maybe and travel with Ruby or after you after Ruby at some point. Yeah. Hopefully, she might be like kind of a character, like a river or someone who who's just come in and out of the of the seasons or of the, of the series, um, maybe like that, um, because I think she'll know a lot about the Doctor, um, anyway, probably because she'd been told. So, um, 
yeah, uh, I can't wait to see her uh, or, or, or their character in the specials because um, why Rose? Rose Tyler. <laughs> Maybe that's where it's from. Um, but who knows? Who knows? But uh, to everyone here, thank you for, for joining um, today, coming on for an episode. Um, but to anyone listening and watching, we hope you enjoy it as well. Um, uh, soon after this, it will be the 60th anniversary. So that's going to be really awesome. Um, and the first uh, festive special will be um, an episode with a doctor, which will get announced a day before. So that episode is on the 23rd of November. Um, because there's no Doctor Who episode on November, 23rd November. So everyone has the chance to watch that episode with the Doctor. Um, and it's all been kept secret um, all this time. Um, and it was actually recorded in June. So um, everyone will enjoy this episode because it's a very good one. And it's a Doctor everyone likes. Um, well, not that everyone don't like a Doctor. Um, but yeah, Um but to anyone listening and watching, we hope you enjoyed Has this. Has definitely episode. left a positive mark on the show. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, but um, but to anyone watching, tune. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Enjoy the next set of episodes with Doctor Who actors, which is really cool. With with a, a Christmas special as well, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, thank you to everyone here. Hope you have a nice rest of your day or evening, and um, enjoy the sixtieth. Thank you. Thanks for inviting us. Thank you. Thank you.